Welcome to the Glee Man's Apprentice, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am your Glee Man, Twish Avery. And I am his apprentice, Mandy Cat. Cat has already read the first four books of the series, there are always potential spoilers up through the Shadow Rising. And after that, I'll be reading the rest of the books for the very first time with my Glee Man, Twitch. Welcome back to the Glee Man's Apprentice. I am your Glee Man, Twitch Avery. And I'm his apprentice, Mandy Cat. And today we are doing two chapters. Chapter 26, Sally Dara. And chapter 27, The Practice of Diffidence. Um, But before we jump in, how have you been? Good. It's... Uh, it's still in the mommy zone, just soaking up. It's my last half of maternity leave now, so it's going quick. And Gabby's doing good. He's getting to be a chunky boy. With, yeah. He's not chunky at all, but in comparison <laughs> to where he was. So, yeah, no, he's growing, right? Yeah. He's... yeah, so that's that's my life. Yeah. We made it out for another hike. Very, very happy to get outside now that it's double digits. Huh. Yeah. Above, above zero, excuse me. Double di- yep. Yeah. Yep. No, it's... it's uh. It's been another nice weekend, and it looks like we're finally going to stay above zero. Yes. Except for a couple of nights, but for the most part, we're, we're just Headed trending upwards. Spring. Which is oh, So nice. This has been such a long, cold winter. I'm so done with it. How's your family doing? How's the play looking? Good. Last week, I spent most... I, I, I spent a, a large amount of time at the set with just me and Dwayne and Mary working oh, on the working nice. on the set. Because Lincoln volunteered me, <laughs> so uh, I've been meaning to drop by with Gabby so they because I know I know Dwayne would want to meet Gabrick like that yeah yeah he's... and I stopped by one day they weren't there at the time Chris was but um Dragon Lady as you like to call her yeah I don't like her um but good so but... Frozen is coming into yep yep the know. both the kids are she... doing great there's uh this week they're supposed to be off book this this is like that off book week mary starts so, yelling at all of them yep so let's see how that goes but i just want to do a quick context for our listeners i want to quickly describe Dwayne, and it's yes it's funny his name is Dwayne johnson um yes. i know i was like Dwayne the rock johnson I'm like no really it is Dwayne johnson <laughs> no his name is Dwayne johnson and he's he's a bit older than Dwayne the rock johnson but uh this guy is probably what would you say he's in 65, his late 65 okay i think they're both right about 65 um 
to to go with some uh, Robert Jordan descriptions, iron gray beard that goes down to about the 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 top of his chest, Absolutely. right? Like right yeah. about to where the like the nipples would be. Yep. Um, and then uh, Merle's trying to get into my lap, and Merle is a very large book uh, dog, but um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, really thick, like bottle cap. Glasses. Uh, um. He has to wear hearing aids, so um, if they're off, he isn't hearing a thing he, you're saying, but he's still talking to you, yep. and you're still responding, but yep. then Mary will be like, ah, his hearing aids are off. He's just one of these, like, crabby old, uh, I mean, not really crabby, but he's, crabby, like, he's he's yeah. the sweetest man, but, like, a crabby old construction worker, right? Yeah, and he, he, without being crabby at all, he'll just say stuff that sounds crabby, but then you'll see him work with every single child. Oh, yeah. Pardon, Gabrick. Yeah. He, he <laughs> loves teaching children. Loves it. Oh, he's and, and he's great with them. Yeah. And, and, uh, girls he, and boys. Yep. He wants the girls to know just as much as the yep. boys. And he, uh, he has, like... Uh, this great dad humor. You know, he's always yeah. telling the the worst, best dad jokes. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and you, you got a picture of blue jeans, suspenders, and a ripped up flannel. Yep, yep. And that's what he wears all the time. And he just, his wife comes up with these, his wife's the director, his wife comes up with these elaborate ideas to make an amazing set. And he does it. And he just repurposes old, yes. old sets constantly. Like we built uh, two spiral staircases um, we built two gigantic floating, you know, rolling doors. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been a lot of work. Um, but it's been fun and it's been a lot of fun working with Dwight or Dwayne because he's just, he, he's just fun. Um, and then, uh, I actually have a lot of news. Okay. Um, so a mutual friend of ours, Sarah, um, and also the mother of, uh, Kendrick's best, friend who is also transgender boy um she and another lady um have been working on getting like the support group for parents and caregivers of queer kids and um yesterday was their first no yesterday was their second meeting i missed last month um but i went yesterday and it was it was awesome it was great you know chatting with other people who were um in various stages of of raising a uh a queer child um one lady for example was there because she has two adult children her oldest who's 24 recently in the past like five or six months came out as non-binary and going by they them Mm -hmm. and whereas like the majority of us are doing it with small kids and we're having to like nego- like navigate the school system and friends and and trying to get out of this whole you know gender stereotype um where she raised her children you know as 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 two very specific genders and then one of them comes out at the age of 24 so it can definitely be a difference but anyways it was it was great it was it was uh I enjoyed it a lot, and I'll definitely be going um, next meeting. Uh, and then, um, and then the last piece of news: Dylan had to work last night, so she wasn't home until late. And at about eight o'clock, I was getting all ready, like the kids. I was getting ready to get all the kids ready, and I was in my bathroom doing a little bit of cleaning before I 
when you got everybody huddled up, and all of a sudden I hear this big crash, and Kendrick just starts crying, oh, and so no. I run in there, and one of our two uh, fish bowls, yeah. you know, they're just like one gallon fish bowl, they have betas in them, right? But uh, apparently Ron, the cat, had gone no. up uh, uh, behind, which she does all the time, but okay. behind the, the um, bowl, and I guess Kendrick was really worried that she would knock the bowl off, so she was trying, so, so Kendrick, oh, he was, was trying to, to get the cat, and he, I think, ended up knocking down the, the uh, bowl. But we had, for Christmas, one of, one of the gifts that the kids got were new bigger bowls for the fish, and so okay. I still had the two half-gallon yeah. bowls. So I, I found the fish. It was tricky because the beta is like pure red and our carpet is, you know, our rug yeah. right there by the desk is red. So it took me a second to find the fish, but I found him. He was still hopping. So I, I, I got another bowl filled up with water and got him into the bowl and saved his life. So Aww. he's, so the fish is good, That's but, a good... but it was, it was, it was a traumatic, it was a pretty traumatic experience. I didn't expect that to go. So anyways, that's all of my news. I, I had a lot. Yeah. Um, you've been sitting here with Gabrick and Gabrick and I, I, uh, Merle is next to me licking Gabrick's face. So Merle. <laughs> here's my life. I just yeah. stay at home right now with oh, these two. Yeah. It's, we let, we're terrible. We let him. It's clean up crew yeah. and yeah. Uh, Merle likes to lick the spit up a lot. And I'm just like, cool. Yeah. Get it off. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the relationship that a dog has with a baby or, uh, our dog, buddy guy, who I talked about a lot last episode yep. or a couple of episodes ago. He, uh, he was kind of the same thing. He just guard dog. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. In fact, uh, when Lincoln was like nine or 10 months old, him and I were sitting at the table. I just fed him. He was in his, in his, uh, high chair and, um, and he called buddy guy boof. And I was like, he, he, he let one rip. I was like, Lincoln, did you just fart? And he looked around and he saw a buddy guy in the, I was like underneath his chair and was like, boof, boof. And I was like, dude, you're not even a year old and you're already learning how to blame your farts on the dog. Good job. <laughs> I'm doing something right. Um, but yeah, so sorry. That was a big, long spiel about my life. It fits where my life. we're sitting in my living room, so. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, dogs are the best friend blame stuff on, right, Merle? Oh, yeah. And, and they'll never, they'll never deny it. Well, and, and they'll never, uh, like, be annoyed with you for blaming them. No. They're like, oh, they're, they're yeah. the best, they're the, they're the best, uh, scapegoat, right? That's why it's always the dog that eats the homework. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right, Merle, we're gonna start an okay, episode. Merle. Okay. Got it? Okay. All right. Should we do it? Yeah, let's okay. go into it. Chapter 26, Sally Dara. So, this is magical. We're in Min's perspective. It's been a while, right? It's been a bit. I like, and I like Min. You, yeah, Min's great. One of my favorites. Um, Logan still has that halo of golden blue around his head. Um, she notices it flickers more often than usual, yet, at the same time, he appears very listless. And he's not demanding that leadership role anymore, so she's, even though she's observing... Um, that halo, she's seen this halo for a while, right? Since yeah. she first saw him, and it means glory to come, I'm pretty y sure. Yes, that's what she believes, and it's and it seems like it's getting 
when you say flickering, it seems like it's it's actually getting stronger and yeah. more pronounced the closer they get. But she's really confused because she she has no idea where they are. She doesn't even know if they're in Altara or uh, Gialdin. And she's hoping that they're in Gialdin because if they were in Altara, that would mean they were getting really close to the Amadishia border where we know the White Cloaks live, right? Right. So. Um, and then we, she kind of is observing what's going on. Oh, it's Suan and Leanne come up and they don't offer the men any information. Men. Men. <laughs> they Sorry. don't offer men or... Yeah, or Logan. Or Logan. Well, it's just interesting because I think when we left, Logan was just haughty and just like, we'll follow me. And that was uh, Suan's plan, right? was, yeah, we'll follow you. Wink, yep. wink. So we're getting into fruition of Suan's whatever her ultimate, ultimate goal was. But um, Okay. So... Obviously, something happened, but they aren't telling Min what. So, Min is just observing that, okay, so we're riding through a forest. Yep. And I'm still a city girl. Um, I can't remember all the details. She's about thinking that. about, she's, there's, there's a bunch of bird calls, and she doesn't know which different bird calls there are because she's a city girl. Even though, you know, Berlin is nothing compared to like Camelin or Tyr or anywhere like that that she's been recently. But, right. But, but, uh, but at but the she's, end of the day, she's from uh, the village proper. Yeah, yeah. She's from, she's from the, the, the big town. And it, yeah, it would kind true. of be like being Bemidji. in Bemidji if you lived in, in, uh, Park Rapids, uh, Park Rapids or or uh, Bagley or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like we're going to the city this weekend, which means we're going to uh, Bemidji, which has like a two by three block radius of downtown. Maybe if that's that's maybe being kind of generous. Yeah, hard it's a pretty it's, it's a pretty small of, downtown. To me, it's like Third Street and uh, Bemidji. Is it Bemidji? No, Beltrami. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. It's 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 yeah. It's right. It's right about where. Um, like all the bars are. There's yep. like there's like yes. three bars downtown. Correct. There's it's three the bars, bars downtown, well, and and there is a brewery. And there and and then a brewery. So yeah, and 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 that's basically like that's like it. it, it it's yeah, an L. it's it's that's it's an I'm extremely saying. tiny downtown. There's right. not a lot going on. So anyway, but, Min is so it's just setting up. Min's observing her surroundings. She feels out of place. She even feels less as herself. It, like Tim said, they're just hope. She's hoping they're going in the right direction. Noticing, um. Every village has fewer and fewer precise directions from the people they talk to. Yep. Um, and, you know, it, that now that's rural, right? Yeah. Oh, you turn right at the red mailbox. Yeah. I'm like, yep. and, and, yes. There's going to be a stump in the middle of the road. You want to <laughs> stay left after that. Or it's like my Aunt Connie in South Dakota. Okay, now GPS won't work, and she tells me everything to do. And I'm like, yeah, right, GPS will work. GPS does not work in that part of South Dakota for her exact address. So, there you have it. Huh? Yep, by Rosebud Reservation, Sarah. So, uh, there you go. And I doubted her. Sorry, Connie. <laughs> okay. And, of course, it reiterates Min is hopelessly in love with Rand. Yeah. That is going to be addressed in some book. Well, I'm not sure when. Well, it, it, it talks about how she, like, uh, and this might be a little bit later on in the chapter, but uh, just how, like, she knew from the first time she ever viewed him that she was going to fall helplessly in love with him, and so she just did you know, yeah. it was always like she didn't question it. I don't it. want to, I, but I am. I, I think that's it's one thing that a lot of people kind of have a problem with uh, men and and Rand's relationship, and I won't really go into it, but it's just kind of like she was told she's going to be in love, so she just does, rather than like having any free agency or yeah, there autonomy wasn't, around it, right? Like, like she saw, kind of saw him do his thing in book two, and then suddenly, you know, she finds him injured 
Falma, and yeah, she's purely in love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little it's, shallow. It, yeah. Sorry, it's, man. But but I mean, who knows? It might get better. Who yeah. knows? Let's we'll have to see. But she's still a great character, and I still love her very much. So lo and behold, they're walking through the forest and are suddenly in a large village. Um, but Min is quick to notice it appears kind of newish, like it's um, could have been done just a little bit ago. Like dirt is on the earth and not firm. Yeah. Not enough children running around. Yeah. And everyone at the moment actually seems to be building. Yep. So perhaps it's just where a village wants to... Right? She's doing all these observations. Woodland gave way to a large village so quickly that men stared. Sweet gum and oak and scrubby pine. Those were trees she could recognize. Running to within 50 paces of thatched roofed houses made of rounded river stones and cleaned low hills. She was willing to wager that not so long ago the forest had grown right through. A good many trees actually stood in narrow thickets among some of the houses. Crowding against the walls and here and there unweathered stumps stood close by the front of a house. The street still had a look of new turned earth, not the hard-packed surface that came from generations of feet. So yeah, and then there's some mention of like there's uh, there's not enough men for how many women there are. There's not enough uh, children for how many women there are. Ha-ha. Or there were far too many women out and about for the number of men in sight. And far too few children playing for the number of women. That's what it was. So. Interesting. She also notices that, like, all the women who are here in, like, plain woolen outfits, but still, like, or plain outfits, but still, like, anywhere between wilk and satin, wool and satin and silk. You know what I mean? So so she's like, this. these people look too fancy to live in this tiny little village, right? So Yeah, and she's also noticing the quantity of viewings around people. Yes. And that's where she is able to go, ah, this is more like the Aes Sedai and warders because I t- it's not typical for her to see it's, so many. No, no. She rarely sees visions around people. Warders and Aes Sedai, she rarely doesn't see visions around them you know what i mean like they're yeah. they're always there yeah and, yeah. It, and it's because they just live exciting lives right or yeah. they have a lot of knowledge or you know what i mean like so anyways and then i kind of like this she automatically is just like okay so the there might be servants who brought their children i would have never even thought that critically but yeah. she's able to think like okay i said i don't have kids so these these kids are just from the servants. Well, she knew she knew that Sawan was looking for a gathering of blues, right? And that's she, true. Yeah. She knew that that there were a lot of blues and other uh, sisters of other Ajahs who fled the tower after Elida's coup, right? So, yeah. so she did know that, and so now it looks like they found it. Yep. Um. So then people start noticing. Uh, men and crew and everyone suddenly is quiet sort of staring as they ride into the village and Suan leads them to what looks like the largest inn and they enter with Leanne and Min literally dragging Loghain inside because he's so listless right he's just yep. like you know whatever um, they're uh, greeted with more icy stares and then Sheriam greets Min demands to know why on earth Min would bring a false dragon with her and everyone wants to know how Min found out about this place. Yeah. And it's just this epic scene. Um, 
I, I don't know if there's stuff I'm you want to highlight already. It just keeps going, but it's it's really it, fun it, actually. No, it's uh yeah. There's from Sherium. Yep. I would be happier to see you, child, if I knew how you discovered our presence here, and if I had some inkling of why you convinced the conceived the crack-brained idea of bringing him. Um, and then from uh, uh, pale-cheeked Carlinia, yeah. it would be far better if he had died, as the rumors say. Oof. Um, he looks nearly dead in any event. Let's see. But I, too... Okay, whatever you thought, you have wasted your effort, but I, too, would like to know how you came to Saladar. Um, this whole time, like, Swan and Leon are just kind of, like, looking at each other with, like, you know, amused faces, yeah, they're right? they're totally amused because no one is saying a word to them. It's and, all about Min. And then for Morel, speak up, Min. She, uh, blah, 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 blah. Speak up, Min. Don't stand there gaping like adult. And Anaya, you must tell us. Blah, 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 blah. We will find a place for you and these other two girls, but you must tell us how you came here. And that's when Min was like, Oh yeah, their faces changed. I've been with yeah. them for so long, I totally forgot. I you know, I got used. I could don't, you know how that goes. You kind of forget what people used to look like when, oh, for sure. like, if somebody like has really long hair and then chops their hair all off and then keeps it short. Like five weeks later, you can't remember what they look like with long hair. You know, right, you, you see just the got picture. And yeah. You're like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and and Min is just fabulous. She's like, well, why don't you ask Leanne and Suan? And that's when the Aes Sedai are, like, shocked because... And they don't really believe it. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck are you talking like, about? Like, it's a solid disbelief. Um, And then they at least... Is Shiriam lead this? But they're like, okay, we'll ask them questions that only Suan would know or Leanne would know. Exactly. Um, So questions from their younger years. Because they really don't believe it. Like, this chick isn't Suan. Yep. Yep. And then there's, there's a couple of examples of different things. But for the most part... Uh, uh, Min gathers that Swan and Leanna were kind of hellraisers when they were novices oh, yeah. and accepted. Yeah. And and so was Shiriam and Morel. You know what I mean? She's like, oh my God, these when they when these they they were like college kids. What? <laughs> Can't blame them. So they appear appeased when Suan reveals. She has contact with the eyes of the Blue Network who told her of Sally Dara. Yes. So that's when they're like, oh, okay, only, you know, only yep. people who are actually connected with that redheaded lady, right? Uh, yes, um. yes. <laughs> um, I can't remember her name, but she's the lady that, like, made her show her legs yes. and everything, you know. Same body songs. Yep, body songs. But they still seem uncertain how to test the stilled Suan, um... Because it's like there's nothing that's enough for her. And then I'm like, where's Varen at this point? Varen would just know. Don't you think Varen would know? I do feel Varen would look at her. Well, last... Varen that's just magical. Okay, but the last time we saw Varen... She's in two rivers. She's in the two rivers with Perrin. And we don't know anything about them. Maybe this is all happening simultaneously, which I've said before, but... Yeah. And I know it's not because there's been some news of uprisings in the two rivers. Yeah, no, it's it's it's. I mean, remember, like. And when Gideon just saw the banners. Yes. So. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So they're still asking questions. Not one hundred percent convinced, but pretty much convinced. Um, then Min is voluntold to remain with Bulgane in the common room. And. At the same time, Min just wants to leave. She's like, "I gotta go find Rand." <laughs> So, but I was like, maybe that's a Taviran pull on her at this point. 
Yeah. Um, and then I wrote down, you won't believe this. Phalane is part of the hideout posse. You Phalane remember Phalane? like the little brat. Yep. Yep, yep. She was. You the, thought she'd go red, pretty much. She was an accepted who was a jerk to I, Green or Nynaeve or all of the above. Yeah, all of the above, but definitely to Nynaeve. But I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I might be making this up, but I think at one point you were like, "Oh, she's gonna be Black Aja," because she was such an unpleasant yeah, person. She yeah, she is. So anyway, so yeah, so she yeah, scrambled with Lou. Well, neither Min nor I really believe it, but she's there. So then a yellow Isadina, did I write that correctly? Edesina. Edesina. Or, um, I was just listening to the audiobooks earlier today. They pronounce it Edesina? That's fine. But I've always, I've always, I've always said Edesina, and that's how I'm going to say it. Um, she comes by and shoes off the accepted and places her hand on Logan's forehead, only to identify his only illness as being severed from the power. Yep. So yep. she confirms, like, he's, this is he's, what's he's going on. He's not sick. He's just depressed as hell. Yep. Yep. So Min notices a silver chain around her neck that breaks. That breaks. Oh, that's a viewing. Okay. Yeah. So, damn so, it. It's that damn... It's, I, uh, so, so there's, so there's a, a silver collar around her neck. Yes. And then it shatters. Oh, but that's good. So do you have any predictions around that? Have, I mean... So poor Edesina, or however you want to say it. Edesina. Edesina is going to be captured at some point and enslaved by probably the Seanchin. Could be those dicks, Black Aja. But, um, should I predict Rand will do something magical? And the chains will be broken. Um, well, I mean, Min pretty much announces it right away. She, she's like, she did not like viewings connected to the Seanchin. At least Edesina would, ex- would escape somehow. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah, so, so, um. She, yeah, and she doesn't want everyone to know her superpower, so she's actually still quiet about it, correct? She doesn't exactly. want exactly. Them she's, to she's, test she's, her, and not that they'll test her at this point, but she doesn't want to become their slave. Well, she's having. Well, she wants to go find Rand, that's she, what it is. She's having thoughts about how, um, Swan and Leanna knew about her power, but she was pretty sure no one else did, even though they all knew that she was men, despite the fact that they were going on, you know, they were going along with the ruse of Elmandretta while she was in the Tower of the Second, right? When she was there before the whole uh, Elida coup happened. Um, So, yeah, so. The insurgent. Okay. Min does ask, where exactly are we on the GPS? It is Altara, indeed, right by Amadisia. And so then I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe Elaine and Nynaeve will run into them, which I'm probably totally on the wrong side of each, but we're we're getting into familiar country names, so... Yes, exactly. Um, which way are Elaine and Nynaeve headed, though? So, Elaine and Nynaeve are... They are, I believe they're also in Altar. I believe they are, I don't think Altar is on my part of the map. Only the second half of the map there. Because I'm missing the first part. Um, but sorry, uh, Merle's barking at something. But I think, I th- so, they were okay. in Tanchico, yep, which is right. over That's here. Right. And so, they're so, so yeah, they're, they're heading east. And they're heading northeast right now. This crew has been heading south. Where did this yes. crew come from? Yes, these guys Tarvalon. came from um, Tarvalon, okay. and then 
they went through Camlin so maybe and Lugard. So this is where they found out about Saladar was in Lugard here. That's right. So. The red lady. Alrighty. So we meet another Aes Sedai, Kyruna the Green, who had once been kind to men in the tower. Also sister of King Arafel. The king of Arafel, yep. Yeah. Which is one but of the which is one of the borderland nations. She only gives a cold glance and leaves without speaking. Mm. Okay, and that's kind of where it ends, right? Um. So, what are my notes? Where we're to soon learn how Suan plans to use Logan, because he's really not meant much longer for this world per yeah. diagnosis. And I was saying I had hopes that eventually he would bitch slap Elida. Huh? I do want to note, I note it somewhere else in my notes, but Kairuna, when she gives a cold glance, leaves without speaking to see Faelane, suddenly I'm like, ah, shit, what if there's bad people amongst the blues? Do you do you think that there are some black Aja in this camp? We, we've we already gotten that there's there, it's know, not just blues, there's a mix. We've got a gray, we've got a brown, or no, sorry, we don't have those. But we've got a, a green... White. White. That's right. Green, white, and uh, and two blues. I don't think we have a yellow yet, but I um. I don't know if I'd say black so much as one of Elida's spies, but that might not be true. I feel like Elida's spies would tell her right away, so it would be worrisome about Black Aja. Boy, that makes me really worried because now they're gonna know that Suan is alive. No. I mean, there might um, be both. There might be Black Aja, and there might be. Uh, like Elida's agents from Elida. I think what know? I'll say is, yes, I'm very concerned there's bad amongst the good. Especially that cold glance. I, I know I don't want to accuse Kairuna of anything, really. Karolinia? Oh, Karuna. Okay, that's right. Um, the one who gave the cold glance. Yeah. But that's a very specific detail that yeah. indicates some sort of discontent among their camp. No? Um, I guess that would be my thought, as some sort of spy for someone. Yeah, How about that? I think that's probably that's probably a good prediction. I I could definitely see that happening. But also at this point, I was very much like, well, "How is Suan going to use the game?" Because she had mentioned it before. He's on the cusp of dying. Um, it, so well, we'll just have to read see. and find out. Just have to see what happens. Here we are in chapter twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, the practice of diffidence. I'm not sure I could define diffidence if you just asked me. It's like where you be more submissive. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 uh, I've always kind of thought of it as, like, um, you know, swallowing your pride, like, letting, you know, like, like, or at least letting people know that you're, that okay. you're swallowing your pride, Got but it. still being defiant in a meek way, is okay. kind of how I've always thought oh. of it. You know, it's one I'll that understand might not be it very good in the context definition. of reading it, yeah. and I would never be able to define it. So I'll look it up later. It's it. I I think it's like meekness, but it's it's usually used to describe people who are defiantly meek. Like they're 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 gonna go along with what you say, but or at least they're letting you know. I don't know. I don't know. We could we could look it up if we really needed to. And that brings me to a memory of before smartphones were a thing and I would read books with a dictionary by my side. Yep. And I know one, I'm pretty sure it was one of the Harry Potters, not the first few. And my sister laughed at me, but I was just like, I want to know what everything yep. means. Um, it's a question. And then it's more just, I'm just making fun of myself. I'm like, oh, now that we have smartphones, I am literally the yep. person, I'm going to Google that. I'm going to Google that. 
I'm going to Google that. Well, so question. Did you ever find the definition of muggle in the dictionary while you were reading the books? No, I never looked curious. it up. Okay. I mean, she defined it. I know. In the book. I, I mean, it's a made-up word, right? So I wish I could remember the words. I'm talking. It'd probably be more like adjectives and stuff, and especially um, fun fact. But when you're from the Midwest, like we have a smaller vocabulary, yeah. which isn't good when you take SATs, which is why we have the ACT here. Um, so we're at a disadvantage voc- vocab wise, and so yeah. the more you read, the more you le- like diffidence. Even though I couldn't define it, if there was enough context, I could probably guess it because I read enough. Yeah. So, anyway, that is probably why I needed a dictionary, and no, I didn't pause all the time, but I feel like this, if I would have read this as a teenager, I would have needed a dictionary so bad. <laughs> Even now, yeah. Yep. Like, I mean, there are still some words, and I'm not 100% sure what they mean, but... Good job, Robert Jordan. But I, I will say that Robert Jordan helped my vocabulary immensely. In the years that I've been reading yeah, Robert Jordan, though. it really, it helped my vocabulary. Expand our horizons yes. and our insults, I mean... Okay, sorry. The practice of dividends. First of all, my book had a ton of typos. Does it? Did it? And it was not, it wasn't like misspelled words. It was the placement of the printed word or the absence of the printed word were nuts. I mean, it was like, I stopped counting. I didn't even bother putting them in my notes because there were so many. It was the typewriter for my edition must have just been off. Huh. Or something that's really yeah. interesting i mean they would be side like instead of horizontal they'd be vertical sometimes oh i know it was crazy and then the absent word would be over printed over another word based like it was there but it was on top of another word wow I that's know. horrible so just i wonder what edition you have i don't know cheap I'm, I'm looking through mine right now you said it at the beginning of the i throughout the chapter okay i mean and it was just as a new reader trying to read every word yeah and it would be very obvious you'd suddenly have a blank spot and then you'd see thicker print somewhere else and you'd be like what the hell i have seen that in some of the robert jordan books happen from time to time so so it's it's really not an error so much as just a printing fluke i guess but okay we're in suan's perspective all right we're getting to the good stuff. So she's in a room with, I believe, only six other Aes Sedai. Yes. And they're just staring at her and Leanne. Um, adding in Morvan the brown and Bannon the gray. Yep. Did I get those? So we you now did. we have a brown and gray. Yeah. So they actually, I'm guessing they're trying to get as much of the colors represented as possible. I mean, we know that there's no reds here, or I mean, we can assume that there's no reds yeah. here, right? Except for uh, a potential red and Phelan. I was just going to say, except for Phelan, but she didn't. Uh, she didn't pass the test yet, that we know. So Suan comes off strong with way too many fish references that I didn't write down. But she's basically saying we're without sail and just waiting for something to happen. You are absolutely rudderless. Yes. <laughs> One of the things. Uh, and Leanne is just in agreement with um, that. Elida is going to misuse Randall Thor, but it is a little. She's much more gentle. And saying that all the sisters here have obviously been working really hard and are probably doing something about Elida. And that's when Carlinia emphasizes that neither of them are Amarlin or Keeper any longer. Yeah. Or even I said die, so shut the fuck up. Right. Yep. She's kind of getting a little pushy. And Sheriam agrees that what happened was very unjust. I mean, it followed the letter of the law like to the barest minimum, right? And it's, it, it still was it's true, it was it was, right? it was it was pretty shady like it was it was pretty shady the way it was it, it was done and that's why they all left because they were like nah that's not cool yeah that would be kind of reminds me of something happening in Russia 
<sighs> Let's but, not talk about that. I know. Hopefully, um, by the time this episode airs, that'll there will be some sort of resolution in sight. Oh God, we hope that happens as soon as possible. Um, I do have to say that what the Ukrainians are doing to defend their their country is it's pretty admirable. It's 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 kind of like out of an adventure story. A Robert Jordan story. But it also, yeah. my empathy button is going strong as oh, a yeah. new mother. And I'm just like, don't say the grandparents are badasses. They should be re- celebrating retirement with their babies yep. and not protecting people. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's, it's like I said, we we should not go into that right now. But yeah. it's, it's uh, Definitely hopefully, hopefully it will be res- resolved by the time Sherry this is trying to avoid, episode comes out. Yes, so much. So much so. Okay, Sue Ann keeps trying to convince them that they are in need of her. No, you need me. Did you know I used to be the eyes and ears of the Blue Network? You didn't because I could never say it, and, <laughs> which is true. Yep. And she asked about Aldine. 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 Uh, yep, Aldine. She was the... The elderly. No, she, no. No, you're thinking of Adelius. Ah, darn it. Um, Aldine was... The lady that the Current. the the woman in Saladar or not the, the woman in 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 Lugard oh, had mentioned redhead. yeah oh, oh, she okay. was like I report yes. or I report to, to Aldine. Aldine tell her that I'm still loyal to her no matter what's go what's happened and uh, so she knew that Aldine was the new uh, you know blue agent for the Eisenhers right yep um, or the the in charge of the agents for the Eisenairs. Uh, and then she reveals that she also has her own um, Eisenairs agents as Amerlin. And yeah. Leanne also had her own network as Keeper. And they both had um, people in Tarvalin. Yes. So it's like, you, we have information. And they're like, well, we can take that from you if we say you need to give that to us. Now I just picture an old Western movie where they're all having guns pointed at each other. Like, yeah, it's information guns, not violence. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Information can be violent, but yeah, they're all just like, show me yours. <laughs> <laughs> so Morvan Bentley says, "Well, I can demand all the information from them, you guys, and I will get it." And yep. Sue Ann says, "May not be Amerlin, but my brain still works similar to an Amerlin brain, so use me." Yes. Yeah, but she doesn't use please. She's just she, she just use me. She's like use my knowledge, use yeah. what I have to offer. And she's also because uh, at one point they they mention like just finding a, a like a spot for them and taking care of them, right? Basically until they die, or maybe they would decide yeah. to marry them off. You know what I mean? Like like so she wants to avoid them dictating what kind of fate they're gonna have. She wants to be able to have a passion so she can keep on living. Yeah. So. Oh, Suan. So Suan offers the reason she brought Loghain to their village. Mm-hmm. And it's a crack-brained idea, but says Loghain would reveal the Red Aja set him up as false dragon so that he could be pulled down. So she wants him to say all this broadly, correct? Yes. And, and to defame Elida, basically. Yes. Um... She claims he talked with Leanne and Suan while Min would sleep, so that's how she found out. Yep. Um, and Suan thinks to herself that they have no idea she can lie. Yes. Since she's been she still, no, she is no longer tied to the oaths. 
which means this is probably bullshit. Huh? <laughs> but I it it's it's probably a fabrication, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's not true. Oh, I'm point. just I'm just saying there's there's. What she's saying makes enough sense to have happened because, oh, for sure. because we know that there are black sisters among the Aesidae who are meddling and have been for a long time. So it's very possible that somebody actually did that with Loghain. I I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not I'm not yeah. giving you anything, I'm not spoiling anything. I'm just saying that that is a, that is a possibility. I mean it's fabulous because Loghain is past being able to defend himself and Min was a sleeping. Yep. So this is a fabulous setup. I'm I don't know, I listen to too many true kind podcasts as well. <laughs> so this changes the attitude in the room. And Shiriam says, well, we cannot follow an Amerlin who would do such a thing. But then Swan freaks out that they had been willing to go back to the tower under Elida in the first place. Yeah, she was like, you were actually thinking about going back and following. Yeah, so. Yeah, oh, okay. <sighs> okay, and I was kind of worried. I have a couple notes, but I was basically worried of more breaking in the tower as... I don't know. Now Suan's pissed at Sherryum for even being willing to go back under. Re- yeah. It's, so are it's you? Messy. So are you worried that there's going to be like another split in the Saladar, and have two different factions split from there, both trying to take over the tower? It could happen. I mean, I guess I didn't think of it that specifically, but okay. yeah, it does seem like there's, and it makes sense. It seems like there's there's tension. Yeah, There's and they do defend it. I'm not going into all the details, but they do defend it. Like, their goal is to be a cohesive unit, and if, you know, if Elida did everything fairly, it would be necessary to follow her leadership, right? Yeah. They just, the Red didn't like Suan, but they still had to follow her, technically. Yeah, um, yeah. But, okay. Anaya makes a point to say it is not necessary to like an Amarlin seat, as she did not like Suan. Who could have you tried to use nicer words? Well, and it's funny because earlier in the chapter, Suan had a thought that she was like, "I can't. I, I've never understood why Moraine likes Anaya. She's, she, yeah, she's just such a stubborn woman." And then now we get Anaya saying, "I never liked you. You're such a jerk all the yeah. time." That is kind of funny. And so Suan thinks it's time to hold her tongue so they won't see her manipulations. Leanne brings forth an idea of uniting the tower under a new Amarlin whilst following. The actual rules, and now we're at the point. Oh, okay, she and Swan plotted this whole conversation. Did you write down that page number? Four sixty-one. If you want to read any, if I may suggest, it is not enough to wait until you have enough support in the hall of the tower to depose Elida. Elida sits in Tarvalin in the White Tower, and to the world she is Amarlin. At the moment, you are only a flock of dissidents. She can call you rebels and agitators, and coming from the Amarlin seat, the world would believe it. You can give the world a true Amarlin. Leanne spoke not to the White Sister, but to all of them, eyeing each in turn, sure of what she was saying, yet at the same time offering a suggestion that she merely hoped they would take. I saw every Aes Sedai from every Aja save the Red in the common room and in the streets. Have them elect a hall of the tower here, and let the hall select a new Amarlin. Then you can present yourself to the world as the true White Tower in exile and Elida as a usurper. With Loghain's revelations added in, can you doubt who the nations will accept as the real Amarlin seat? Fabulous. Oh, and then we get into 
I elect Sherium. I think a gray should do it. I think a brown should do it. You know what I mean? Like... It could be good to have a brown up there, but probably not because they'll make everyone do research. A brown would be the worst leadership in time of war. You know what I mean? Like maybe in time of peace, a brown would be great, but in time of war, a brown would be a brown and a white would be the worst. Amerlin, you'd Uh, want a green or a gray. Green can be. I I think I should change it up by now, but yeah, that's just you'd in a time of like tower split war, you'd probably want a gray. That would probably be your best idea. But but yeah. So anyways, they 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 they're thinking about it. And Cheerium does manage to say, no, I'd be biased. Merle, do you have to sneeze on us? No, he's okay. Cheerium says I'd be biased. Like, Cheerium's able to just basically remove herself, doesn't she? Cheerium doesn't really say anything, uh, because Morel's the one that's like, I I elect, or I I suggest Cheerium. I can guarantee you that all the Greens here in camp would back Cheerium up. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Cheerium kind of shakes her head. Um... But then that's when Leanne's like, maybe, um, or no, no, that's when Suwan says, if I may suggest, it seems to me that whoever you choose should be someone who was not in the tower when Um, I was deposed. So it's Suwan's idea. She even fooled me into believing her. Um, Yeah. Which basically she's saying Moraine, right? Am I right? She's. Ah, I is that is yeah. that who she wants? She wants Moraine. I think so. Some so and then Leanne suggests someone very strong in the power. The stronger she is, the more she can stand for all that the tower means or will again once Elida is gone. So it needs to be someone out. I, Moraine fits the bill. Yeah. All right. Um. But I I mean I feel like they would see through this type of manipulation, but maybe not. I don't know. Okay. I, a lot has happened to all of them, really. Um, Swan also suggests Rand is in the waste based on the former reading of the Aiel being the people of the dragon. Yep. Um, and even Morvan remembers something of this history. Uh, they decide to send some greens and their multiple warders to the waste. And this is Karuna and Bina. Uh, Karuna, mm, I can't, uh, Machira? I can't remember. Oh. Matina? I can't remember her last name, actually. Um, but Bera Harkin is the other oh, one. Bera, and between huh? them, they have seven warders. And that's what, huh? that's what it was. It should be a green because they have the most warders. That's right. They had a lot of suggestions, but then, um, yeah, let's send more people. Morel actually was like, I'll go. I have three warders. Me and my three warders will go. And, and Shirian was like, no, Morel, you, you, uh, were, you know, you're part of this council. Got it. We all swore that we were going to see this through all to the end. I'm not going to let I you run away because you're bored. Morel was kind of hitting that, oh no, is she one of the bad people? She's so excited. To, whenever people are too excited, I yeah. get this little red alarm. Like, yeah. is yeah. this genuine excitement or are you a bad guy? Yeah. I mean, it's it's fair. It's fair. Like I said, there's very there's a, there's a good possibility that there are some Aes Sedai here who are of the Black Asha. So they're interrupted by Shiriam's warder, Arnvar. Yes. He comes to announce 20 incoming riders from the east. And Morel's warded, um, warder Ruel? Newell. Uh, Newell. 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 Comes up to say, one rider has approached and looks like Gareth Bryn. <laughs> and Swan's like, kill them. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him right now. Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> 
chairman's like, we'll do no such thing. And then Noel suggests, well, Bryn could be of use to our village, so I'll bring him over. So this, this, we, we get confirmation right now of something that I actually spoiled to you early on oh, no. in our recordings. Um, and let me see if I can find it really fast. All right, here, here it is. There do be few great captains living. Newell marked them off on gauntleted fingers. Agomar Jagad and Davram Bashir will no leave the blight, I think. And Padron Nile will surely no be of use to you. If Rod Elitoral do be alive, he do be mired somewhere in what do remain of Arid Domen. He raises thick thumb. And that do leave Gareth Bryn. So I just want to go through it real fast. Okay. You know who Agomar is? Agomar from the lands area? From from Shinar. Shinar. He's, he's the Lord of Faldara. Yes. And we've met him... In book two. Yeah, and then they, they, they killed him in... Uh, well, we meet him, I think, in book one and book two. End of book one. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and then they killed... But they killed him in the show. But anyways, uh, and then uh, Davron Bashir. Do you recognize that name? Have yeah, you heard that? Um, we've probably heard it. No, I don't remember. You don't know who he might be? Okay. I forgot. Um, Pedro Nile. He's not good. He's the white cloak. He's the... He's the. He's, he's a dark friend. You think he's a dark friend? He's just not a good guy. Okay. Okay. I guess that doesn't mean you're a dark friend. You can be a... And you can be a horrible person, person and not be a dark friend, right? Um, and then... Rodel Itterald. We pretty much hear who... He, he's in Eridomen somewhere. Okay. So that leaves Gareth Brain. So and and this is where I'm just I can just picture Suan I can picture her eyes as she's like kill him, yep because she doesn't want to deal with this guy anymore. Oh, she's 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 like I that motherfucker followed me two thousand fucking miles. Like what is wrong with him? Just to make sure I'm a servant on his property. Damn. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty pissed. She's and 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 yeah, she's just like, uh, but but yes, um, both um. Uh, Erinvar and Newell are like, it would be a shame. Like if if you want to if you want to go to war against the White Tower, you're gonna need you're gonna need a a, a good general who knows how to strategize, yeah. who knows how to lead men, and you can't really you can't really get better. Like you can't really get better than than Gareth Bryan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he is top notch general. And basically, Ensima Shiriam demanding Suan's story, um, and Suan knows to not lie for fear of them disbelieving everything else she's cooked. Yep. And uh, good point, Suan. Suan's sharp. She's smart. So, oh, I mean, she was the leader of the Aes Sedai for ten years. She has yeah. to be an intelligent woman, you know. And this is where I made a big point. I still feel hesitant to trust all Aes Sedai. Yeah. Why did I think Anaya was with Perrin? Who's with Perrin? Alana. Alana. Uh, these A names. Yeah, I know. I, it just gets worse. The more okay. we go, the more A names okay. we meet. So, so yeah. So, that gets us to our FMKs. Oh, do you no. need to think about it for a second? I do need to think about okay. it. Okay. I think I can do it real quick. Okay. Who do you got? I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to fuck Swan. She's, she's a tough lady. She's just doing it, right? She's just balls in, right? Just just <laughs> going for it. Um I'm gonna marry I'm gonna go a little obscure on this one. I'm gonna marry 
uh, Arinvar. He was, uh, he's Shiriam's warder. Okay. And I'm going to marry Arinvar just yeah. because he, he's the one that was like, you know. I don't want to kill him. It, if, if you, if you are going to attack the White Tower, you know, he was that one. And he's, he, which, which basically told all the Aes Sedai that even though they weren't telling their warders that they didn't know what the hell to do, their warders were just assuming, yeah, well, I mean, if we're going to be here, don't you think we're going to raise an army and then go attack the, the White Tower? And then I am going to go ahead. I didn't anticipate this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill Carlinia. She's annoying. Okay. She's. She's. I don't like her. She's. She's very abrupt and rude. I was. I was. I was twittering between her and Anaya, but I think I went ahead and landed on. On uh, Carlinia. She's annoying. Yeah. And then I, I'm going to go ahead and keep mine simple. Uh, gotta fuck Gareth Brand. There you go. He's He made it. Yep. I mean, we don't get to see him, but he made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it sounds like he was smart enough to approach first, protecting his 20 men. Yeah. He didn't want them dying, yet he's... Here they are, um, all b- bored to tears. So let's it's, go. Gareth Brook is always a good fuck, I'm chase sure. Chase after the women who broke their oath. That's all they're doing. Um, Mary, I'll say Shiriam. It's good to see her again. Okay, okay. Um, I actually like how she's being fair. You know, it. I bristled as well to find out she thought about going back to Elida, but at the same time, I appreciate the fairness in cooling down, you know, reassessing was, you know, was Elida's choice made ethically. Like, it sounds yeah. like that's what they're going to... And maybe yeah. they still disagreed, but they were trying to look at the good of the whole for Aes Sedai. I appreciate that, Shiriam. That would be hard for me to do. Exactly. Um, Definitely. I'm going to kill Karuna. She was the one with that cold Oh, okay. Glance. Yeah. No, I thought about her, and too. I just don't... Yes. I don't know where that's going to go. So do you think and, it's a bad idea for them to send her as one of the emissaries to Rand? I, you know, I'm not trusting... She's the reason I'm, I started to not trust... She's the reason I'm starting to think there could be spies. Okay. I don't think it's been spelled out, right? No. I'm mean, just... I, it, 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 I'm just saying, like, from what we know of... Anything it wouldn't it it would make sense that there are spies and there are, there are bad people amongst the good people, right? Yeah. So. And and maybe Robert Jordan just meant the cold glance, like what the hell, man? Why did you bring people here? But right. I really interpret it as something else. So I okay. guess yeah, I'll stand firm with that. But okay. Otherwise, these were kind of these were good information, even though I got names incorrect. Uh, oh, I would say seventy five percent of the time. That is fine. Um, good They're info. We names. found the blues. We found the blues. We In found the gathering. Forest on and, the border of Amadicia and uh, Altara. And now, uh, with Swan possibly trying to lead from the shadows, maybe some shit can start happening. Yeah. Don't be like a fish by a net or whatever her. Or a, a rudderless <laughs> ship. Rudderless ship out oh, in the sea God. of storms or something like that. So so this is where um, I think, and I probably said this last time, but man, you can just feel Robert Jordan cranking it. Like it's, you're it's, already getting into that yep. snowball effect. It's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, we're not even like, we're, we still have... A ton of the book left. Yeah, I mean, we still have... Uh, I think there's 55 or 56 chapters and we're on 27. So we're like, we're not even officially halfway as far as the chapters go. So, and, or as far as the pages go, we're still in the 400s and it's a 950 page book. So yeah, he's probably cranking for some sort of something, but it's probably going to be a slow burn. 
Like, I think what he does really he's well... He's going to change it to Perrin, and ex- then we'll be with Perrin for 20 chapters, and I'll be like, why did I ask about Perrin? Well, now I want to just know what happens to Loghain. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So, okay. I mean, there's so many characters he's got to, you know, he, we've, we've got to stay up on. We've got to know what's going on. So, all right, I think with that... All right, well, everyone be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Glee Man's Apprentice. The Glee Man's Apprentice is available on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Breaker, and Radio Public. Our theme song is written by Twitch Avery and performed by Andrew Bard of Time.